want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
Well, here we are. Season four. Episode. 79. That's right. <laughs> Take 412. <laughs> <laughs> so we kick things off right there with Numenorian Sun. The song was The Fall of Gil Gilad. Mm-hmm. I might be pronouncing all that wrong. Yeah, I mean, we, I'm sure, pronounce a lot of stuff wrong. So that cool track there came out on October 6th and is available on Bandcamp. That was provided to us by um, John Gallo, who many know from Ordruin. This is another project he's involved with, along with Randy Rowe. And um, I believe that song was inspired and based on a J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, okay. Cool. Story, yes. Yeah, very cool stuff. All, everything he does, I, is, yeah. I, I like it He's all. He's a great musician. Definitely. And thank you. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. But on to some somber news. Yeah. We've had a death between seasons. We have. Our seasons of our show. <laughs> Do I have to insert cricket sounds there? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Eddie Van Halen died. Everyone knows this by now. I was very affected. I know many, many, many people were definitely affected, are affected. Yeah, he was a inspiration for a ton of people. Like, so many people picked up the guitar because of him. Yep, me too. Including you. Yep, definitely. And um, I think, like, Van Halen might be, if I had to pick one all-time favorite band, it's probably Van Halen. Iron Maiden's pretty close, but I think it'd be Van Halen. Van Halen definitely um, got me to really love music. Like, I liked some stuff. Like, I got into them when I was, like, 1984 came out when I was 12, Mm -hmm. and that's what I got into first. I wish I could say I got into like the first record when that came out, but I was six years old. <laughs> That's all right. I Keep didn't it have, real. I didn't have any siblings. Yeah. I was like to like older siblings to be like, listen to this. Yeah. It was definitely not that cool six year old that would be listening to Van Halen. Yeah. But uh, so I got into 1984 first, and um, that definitely like pushed me into like really loving music in general, and then. I don't, I mean, it really was one of the doors to the gateway to the underground metal thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I knew he was sick. Like, I first heard about it, like, years ago. Like, maybe, I don't know how long ago that was. Eight or ten years ago. Maybe not that, I don't know. But then I didn't really hear much about it. I didn't think he was, like, on his deathbed or anything. So it was kind of... Shocking. Yeah. I read an article. I don't remember my source, um, but it said that he like took a rec- rapid decline like the last 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess he had found out that his cancer had spread like to his brain and mm-hmm. other organs. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if like the shock of that or it just seems so fast, like so sudden, but. It sucks, and I know, I mean, just, you know, we love our local scene, and there are so many people that have been inspired by him oh, yeah. that were definitely impacted yeah. 
by his passing. Yep. I mean, you have people like Burke and yep. Brian Mason yeah. and just like a ton of people yeah. that loved him. Oh, yeah. Almost oh, tons of musicians in general and most guitar players. He might not be their favorite, but they definitely... I mean, even if you don't like Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. So our concept for this season uh, opener is um, we're going to do a a tribute to some Van Halen songs, but by underground metal artists doing covers of those songs. I like it. And it was your idea. It was a really good idea. I like it. (laughs) Say that again. (laughs) I know, I don't get to say that very often. <laughs> Just kidding. We have some really cool uh, uh, renditions of the Van Halen songs. Yeah. Very cool things that I haven't heard before, so I don't know. We're we're always learning doing the podcast. New music, new bands, constantly, like, I don't know. There's just a lot out there. There's a ton. And the show makes us do research, yep. so. It makes us learned. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I have uh, something I want to say about Van Halen a little later. Okay. But not right now. So do you want to uh, do you want to start it off with with a, a two song yes. shot, and then we'll come back and chat a little bit. Yes. What are we gonna hear first? We are gonna hear Lich King's rendition of "Hot for Teacher." All right, and then after that, we're gonna hear Moss Generator with "Light Up the Sky."
Mr. Timney, you know full well that guitar solos are not allowed in class. Bring that up, you can get it afterwards. Everyone, please settle down. You're making a rumpus, and this is not appropriate. Class
hey, do you remember that time we saw Panama? Uh, yeah. We saw them twice, actually. Yeah, we did. Um, we saw them at the montage first. Yeah. To explain what Panama is, um, it, I think they were from Ohio. They're yes. a, a Van Halen tribute band. And they were awesome. Yeah. They were so cool. Yeah. Like, you were. think, like, who would dare cover Van Halen? Mm-hmm. They could. Yeah. They did. They did. Yeah, they did. They did it well. So we saw them at the montage and we were so entertained mm-hmm. by them. Um, and they actually came back through, which yep. was surprising. And it yeah. was a um, it was a show at an outdoor venue. Yeah. And <laughs> we got there. It was um, me, you, and Durr. Yeah. And we got there and we got a beer and we couldn't understand why like nobody was at the front of the stage. They were like about to kick off the show. Yeah. So we walked like right up to the front of the stage and I was in my glory all yeah night long yeah i kept going up to the singer <laughs> and high-fiving him yeah i still have i think uh i don't know if i have video but i definitely have quite a few pictures from that night of you doing doing your routines yeah <laughs> dancing around uh-huh. at one point you looked at me and you're like you know this isn't like real van halen right <laughs> but it's it was as close as we were gonna get to it and you want to explain that story yeah yeah um so, this was like five years ago. I had earlier in that year, so I think Jan, Jan, early January of that of 2015, I started a new job. Yep. And in a new field. In a new field, yeah. You were the new guy. I was a new guy. Didn't had something to prove. Yeah, didn't know what I was doing. Yep. Had to try to prove Claw myself. Claw your wake up, yeah. way up. So. I we got we found out Van Halen was coming here with Dave to Darien Lake to people that are local, um, and that was in August of 2015. And we got tickets. Good, good tickets. tickets. Yeah, like I forgot what row it was, but we were we were close. I think it was like the fourth row or something. We were close. Yeah, it was really good tickets. And I fucking got assigned this project that. I was going to be traveling in a way for the show and I w- ended up being in Vermont. And you didn't have the balls to be like, nope, got something going on. I know. Which is understandable. Like looking back at it now, like it makes no sense to you, but that just means you've grown. Yeah. But yeah, I'm kind of pissed off that we didn't go to that show. Uh, me too. So we ended up giving the tickets away to someone Yeah. that also passed away, which is yeah. strange. But um. Uh, so yeah, I, I like in my head, I'm thinking, uh, I, I know the band is so volatile with Dave and Eddie all the time. We actually talked about them not even making it to us through their tour. Yeah. Like they thought they were going to call off the tour before they even got to us. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember thinking maybe we can see them somewhere else or next time and definitely not going to happen. And it, it's sad. It is sad. Yeah. Huge opportunity missed. I did that too with Celtic or Celtic, how I want to say it, Frost, came here. And I thought, oh, I've always wanted to see them, never have. Uh, We'll see them next time. Nope. Nope. That's definitely not going to happen. Nope. But anyway, enough babbling about that. Um, We also did that with Diamond Head. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which that, was a sh- sold-out show that we got tickets to. That was to. bullshit, yes. That, that was like, I think that one makes me, like, w- 
Like, what was wrong with us? I was just lazy as fuck that night. We were home. We lived like a half a mile from the fucking venue. I know. And we're just like, oh, we had tickets. And we're like, oh, fuck it. I don't feel like going out. Yeah. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking lame. Yeah. Um, All right. You want to go into our next segment? I do. Trek 7 off of Van Halen's self-titled release was Atomic Punk. We're going to hear the Wolf Hook version of that. Cool. And then we're going to go into Dr. Sin with Somebody Get Me a Doctor.
shock. Hey, so if Van Halen opened a soup kitchen, what do you think it should be called? What? You're not going to guess? If they opened a soup kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know. David Lee Broth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on, we have to keep a little bit of normalcy. I had to come up normal, with yeah. some kind of joke. <laughs> Your normal, horrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one wasn't even mine. I got it on the internet. That's funny. Can't even take credit for it. That should be a Weird Al song. David Lee Broth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? Maybe. Probably not, though. So did you know that Van Halen is in the Guinness Book of World Records? I did not. Do you know what for? Nope. Um, in the spring of 1983, they headlined the U.S. F- Festival in San Bernardino, California, Heavy Metal Day. Okay. Um, I guess they were paid... Uh, million for this one performance. What? Which is in the Guinness Book for the highest highest paid single band appearance of all time. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Who could afford to pay that? (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. I remember, I think we talked about it on the show, but I talked, or the, the ABBA tour that they were offered... I think they were offered a billion dollars for a tour. And they passed it up, right? They passed it up. But that was for a whole tour, and they passed it up, so they were never paid that. Yeah. um, Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And that was 83, so that was like... That was way a lot of money in 83 then. Yeah. And it was... I mean, they were big back then, but I think 1984 is when they, like, exploded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was... was Previous to that. Crazy. Yeah, interesting. Very crazy. Um, I have another fact here that I'd like to read to you. Okay. Um, and it is not about 1984. <laughs> I have something on that later. Apparently, I didn't know this. Apparently, Eddie is listed as an inventor on three U.S. patents. What are they? The first one is a folding prop that would put the guitar in a horizontal position to the floor, um, I think, to make it easier for tapping. And uh, the second one is a tension-adjusting tailpiece. And the third is an ornamental design for the headstock. I didn't know he had any patents. Yeah, I didn't either. But now I do. I've learned it. So we got, we have some more, a uh, few more songs to play, yeah? Yeah. I want to play one more song. Okay. And then come back and talk about a couple more factoids. Okay. And the like other factoids. The factoids. And then uh, the, remaining, the remaining songs after that. Does that sound good? Yep. All right. So this, the next song we're going to hear is by the band Frozen. And we're going to hear the song Jump. Never heard of it. Which is off of Frozen's album number three, is what it's called. But one thing about Jump and that song, um, 
Apparently, Jump was Van Halen's only number one hit on the Billboard charts, which I didn't know. I thought they had others. Yeah, I did too. Yep. Um, And also, since Jump came off of the 1984 album, 1984 went platinum five times only a year after it was released. So within a year, it went platinum five times. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Let's play some Frozen. Let's play it.
Makes nice. me happy. Me too. Um, so I found this interesting website, Van Halen News Desk. Dot com uh-huh. and I'm like hmm okay I'll bite uh, but there's some facts on here okay and this one pertains to jump uh-huh. it says David wrote the lyrics around a single phrase go ahead and jump he came up with the line after watching the news and seeing a man on top of the Arco Tower threatening to commit suicide the vocalist thought that there's always at least one person in the crowd telling the guy to go ahead and jump <laughs> Roth says he wrote the lyrics as he was driving around L.A in his Mercury convertible listening to a tape of the instrumental track. Oh, that's, I'd never heard that. And I didn't think that song was about uh, encouraging suicide. I mean, I don't think he was encouraging suicide. He sure was. No, he wasn't. I know. You like how I'm getting all defensive? (laughs) Don't defend Dave. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got a did you know. Okay. I think you did know, but I'm going to say, did right. you know that originally yes. <laughs> Eddie started out playing drums and Alex started out playing guitar? I'll go a step back and with a did you know. Don't be since, a one-upper. Since you one-upped me last week, did you know that he actually started his career off with piano lessons? I did, yeah. His music. I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Of course I did. Then why wasn't it the did you know? Because. Because he didn't technically start out playing drums. He technically started out playing piano. He took piano lessons early on, yes. But then he started playing drums. Alex was playing guitar. He was like, oh no, hold my soda pop. (laughs) Let me show you how this is Let me show you. No, I guess apparently uh, Alex was secretly playing his drums. So when he found that out, he thought maybe we should switch. And the fucking planet was changed. Yes, forever. <laughs> um, I have one more. Did you know? Okay. Actually, I have a couple more. Um, and I think you knew this one. Gene Simmons uh, helped produce a demo for them early on. Brought it to his management to try to get, get on that, the label. Get them, in, yeah, and uh, it was rejected. Oh, yeah, they were like, we don't like this Van Halen shit. Mm. This is garbage. Wonder how they feel about that today. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um. And I think I did read that somewhere like a while ago. Yeah. Yeah that that one's that one's pretty common knowledge. I think the Kiss and invo- or Gene Simmons involvement early on. Um. Oh. This one I didn't know. I remember reading that they were named Mammoth early on, before Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might have read that in David Lee Ross' book um, when he went to see them play, and they I think they were called uh, Mammoth before Van Halen. But anyways, um, do you know why they changed their name? I'm not sure. Oh. Um, they were Genesis at one point. They changed their name because there was Genesis. Yeah, uh, but this says that they their very first name um, was the Broken Combs, <laughs> which is a really bad name. Yeah, it is a really bad name. All right, let's leave the really bad and go for some really good. Okay, we got two more really good versions of Van Halen songs. 
before we close out this episode. All right, we're going to hear Road Saw's rendition of Out of Love Again. And then after that, to wrap things up, we're going to hear the fantastic Romeo Delight by Sam Blackchurch. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't don't be be an an asshole. asshole. And don't be a one-upper. And dance the night away. Oh, yeah. Nice. Very nice.
Keep playing. It's the only thing there is. Music, man. Keep playing. All right? I'm going to come looking for you if you don't.